Hi everyone, welcome back to Dirty Chai Chats, a podcast all about sexual health, love, and relationships at times. I'm Henry, a sex health rep, and today I'm going to be delving into safety with hookup apps, specifically Grindr. This is inspired by a recent Sexy Saturday posted on the Sex Health Rep's Instagram a few weeks ago. You can check it out at, at TuftsSHR. Let's get into it. Now, lots of people have lots of opinions about Grindr. There's a whole lot of love for Grindr in the queer community, and also a whole lot of hatred. So, to preface, I'm not here to make a value judgment about Grindr. Hopefully, through this discussion, you can make a more educated choice about whether it's right for you, and if it is, know how to participate while still protecting your own well-being. So what is Grindr? Well, Grindr is a dating app specifically directed towards queer people. This is primarily queer men, but also includes transmasculine, transfeminine, and gender nonconforming individuals. The app uses your location to find the people closest to you. Unlike apps like Tinder or Bumble, there is no swiping. Instead, those close to you are presented in a catalog form for you to scroll through. This is what makes Grindr fairly uniquely a hookup app. One can just scroll through profiles of people they're close to and message them directly. Also important to the Grindr interface is the stats and tags one may put on their bio. You may have heard of tribes, which are a set of characteristics you can select, up to three, which include things like twink, bear, or discreet. Other stats that you can choose to add to your profile include height, weight, race, gender identity, and even sexual position. So should you use Grindr? Well, that depends on what you're looking for and what you believe to be healthy for yourself. For some, Grindr is fun and even empowering. Grinder is an easy and accessible way to find hookups, and thus gives many the feeling of sexual liberation. If you're looking for hookups, Grinder could be right for you. Not only is the app designed to be hookup-driven, but it has a lot of other users looking for similar things. For others, however, Grinder can feel deeply dehumanizing. Think back to those tags I was talking about. For some, they are strong sexual qualifiers that help them in their search, and for others, it can feel like they are commodifying their own body. It's not uncommon to see profiles with no picture and only a height, weight, and sexual position like top or bottom. For some, that can feel like you're losing the humanity of a hookup. Also important to grinder usage is knowing the sheer multitude of people that could be communicating with you. On Grindr, you don't have to match with someone to message with them, so anyone could reach out and message you. So you're probably going to be fielding messages from people you may not be interested in. This means that anyone, regardless of age, can message you, which can make you feel uncomfortable. Would you be comfortable receiving an unprompted sexual message from a significantly older man? Quite frankly, that's a question you need to ask yourself before downloading Grindr. So with all that said, you decided to download Grindr. Exciting! Now, what can you do to protect both your health and the broader community's health? Well, there's a couple of things. First, let's talk about nude photos. Nudes are a pretty big part of the Grindr interface. Many will even ask to see nude photos before considering a hookup. That being said, you should never feel pressured to send anything that you are uncomfortable with. There's also a gradient here that's really important to recognize. 
Some are comfortable with sending everything, some are comfortable with sending just a few shots, and some aren't comfortable with sending anything at all. No matter where you are on that spectrum, always have your best interest in mind. Set boundaries for yourself beforehand so you know what you're comfortable sending going in. At the end of the day, sending nudes is your personal choice. Never let anyone's messages or dialogue force you to do something that you may not want to do. In that same vein, protect your own security with nude photographs. By sending a nude through Grindr, you are sending a fairly personal picture with someone you may not know. And there's a lot of deeply invasive things that they could do with that picture. Now, that's not to say don't send nudes on Grindr. So long as you're comfortable assuming the risk, go for it. However, for security reasons, it's likely better if you don't have a face or any major identifying features in the photo, like a tattoo. That is so, if the picture goes anywhere where you may not want it, it hopefully can't be traced back to you. Continuing with the idea of personal security, another big consideration is sharing location. When one finalizes a hookup plan on the Grinder app, it's pretty common to just send your location to a person you're messaging with. In fact, the Grinder interface makes this pretty easy, allowing you to send a pin of where you are without a direct time expiration. Just remember that these are strangers you're sharing your personal location with. Especially if it's a home or a dorm, you may want to wait until after you've had some pretty considerable conversation before you share your location. Protect your safety. Don't share your location until you believe them to be trustworthy. It's also important to remember that, even though this is a grinder hookup, standard hookup safety rules apply. Tell a friend where you're going so they can check up on you. Always use protection. Be clear in what you want and ask for what they want as to make sure there's no breach in consent. All those standard rules for hooking up still apply when the hookup comes from Grindr. Be sure to practice good sexual health. Finally, it's also really important to talk about the broader community's health in Grindr. Because Grindr is such a sexually liberated app in which individuals pursue sex and hook up pretty openly, this also leads to the open display of sexual discrimination. This comes in a variety of forms and can range from subtle to pretty outwards. I'll give a couple of examples. First off, there's pretty rampant fat phobia on Grindr. It's not uncommon for people to set desired weights in their written bios. This also comes from the existence of a weight tag in the bio. Because displaying weight is so normalized, publicly discriminating based on weight is also fairly common. This is also true of weight fetishization. So when using Grindr, be sure not to engage in fatphobic language or rhetoric. Similarly, Grindr can often be a hotbed for racialized sexual discrimination. This can be fairly overt. It's not uncommon for someone to put their racial preferences in their written bio. This can also, however, be somewhat more subtle. With the race tag on the app, many choose specifically to label their whiteness. Since Grindr is a hookup app, the specific labeling of whiteness can often feel like the pushing of a belief that whiteness is a sexually desirable trait. So no matter the form that it takes, sexualized racial discrimination is still racism. Do not participate and refrain from the touting of any of that rhetoric. And it's also important to note that even though I presented the examples of fatphobia and sexual racism, 
there are dozens of other deeply discriminatory practices that are fairly common on Grindr. When using the app, and specifically when making a profile, it's really important that you're conscious of all these forms of discrimination and sexual inequities. And part of this includes reflection. So ask yourself, am I contributing to the problem? So with all that said, hopefully you can have a better lens by which you can approach both your own well-being as well as that of the broader community when using Grindr. Well, that's it for me. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, stay safe and stay sexy.